All right. Uh, without further ado, we're going to start this show off the right way. And uh, again, bringing class to the show. Uh, because typically we're not classy this early on a Friday show, but uh, joining us now on the Back in Action Hotline, head volleyball coach at Jonesboro High School, Coach Craig Cummings. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well today. How are you? Uh, you know, uh, alive and kicking, uh, which is obviously better than the alternative, but uh, no complaints. Absolutely. Happy Friday. It's, uh, looking forward to this. Well, all right, Coach. So... <clears throat> This is, you know, I, I don't want to say this is like old hat or anything, but you're not a, a stranger to winning state championships and, and having very successful seasons. But what I do know uh, in sports in general is every season is different. Every team is different. This particular team goes undefeated uh, throughout the entire season. Then obviously hoist yet another state championship in Hot Springs. But I want to ask you about this particular version of a cane volleyball team tell me about this particular team how it stood out to you well i think the remarkable part uh of course we had uh clara parker and michaela johnson returning uh kate Gishen is a our defensive specialist uh, but the, the rest of the positions were people four four of them were completely new to the court as a from a varsity standpoint kellen church went from uh, being a defensive specialist for us for two years as a sophomore and a junior and come steps in the court as a setter, uh, filling Bailey Tagupa's big shoes and uh, just continued rolling along. Uh, but we had um, Taylor Abernathy as our other middle blocker, uh, filling in for Bree. And uh, right side, Molly McCoy uh, kind of took over the, the right side spot, that uh, having her presence out there with her size and attacking. And then... Uh, Maggie Orr and Rosalind Lutz, both as being DSs for us. Uh, just remarkable to have an accomplishment like this uh, with so many new faces on the court. Well, and I want to ask you this, Coach. Obviously, going undefeated in anything, checkers, Monopoly, whatever, is, is, is hard to do. Um, as the season went on, you know, how, how do you keep your teams from thinking about that because you know you start getting okay 10 and 0 15 and 0 20 and 0 25 and 0 i mean that's that's easy because outside noise begins to happen when uh you're sitting there and and you're undefeated how do you handle that as a head coach uh you know i was able the, the neat part about this i was able to actually step aside and the seniors handled it uh they were always the ones that we are a mantra sports cliche is one one game at a time uh, you don't look past anybody you want to get ready for your next opponent expect the best uh, performance from your opponent and that's all your focus is on and not look ahead uh, we might have had a couple of instances and we learned our lesson actually a year ago when we went down to uh, North Little Rock for our second match thinking that oh yeah we got these guys we saw them in team camp during the summer and uh, handled them pretty well and North Little Rock knocks us off. We weren't prepared to play a, a solid match. So uh, that was something that carried over into this year with our seniors just going, nope, nope, we're not, we're not looking for the weekend and, uh, or a, another opponent. The next one on the list, that's the one we're going to focus on. So it wasn't really me. It was uh, the, the guidance that they provided and just saying one match at a time. You win, okay, you move on. And so that really kept the focus 
on just one match and not getting caught up in looking back and counting how many wins you had. We're joined by Coach Craig Cummings, head coach of Jonesboro High School Volleyball on the Back in Action Hotline. Coach, uh, you know, every, every journey is different with every team. Um, I, I want to know from you, at what point does it hit you that this is a team that can not only contend for a state championship and win a, win a conference championship, and, but have the opportunity to go undefeated? When, at what point did, did that hit you from thinking about all the way back in the offseason to when the season got underway? At what point did it hit you that it was a reality that this team could be this good? Actually, the reality was even before tryouts. We, we knew we had the talent returning, and then with uh, the talented players that came up uh, for MacArthur and Annie Camp, uh, pretty solid across the board. So tryouts was obviously pretty competitive. Probably, without a doubt, uh, talking with Coach Smith, uh, was probably the hardest tryouts we've ever had to, to handle because the talent was just so deep. Uh, and then knowing that that's what we're going to have to work with on a daily basis in practice, uh, talk about tempering your sword on the, on the anvil. I, the, the fur was flying every day. Uh, you know, the, there, certainly there's some people who got on the court from a varsity standpoint, but some of who, uh, quite a few players who didn't get on the court in a varsity standpoint uh, were the MVPs really for our season because they were the ones that were uh, preparing our the varsity players to play a competitive schedule so uh, way back in may uh when we've had all the pieces together we go you know what this group can do something special uh, let's see if we can do it you still have to be healthy and uh, have a uh, some good fortune along the way but uh without a doubt coach smith and i felt we had some uh, pretty good pieces here well coach you you mentioned this senior class and uh, of course i've i've been fortunate enough to have a front row seat to see uh, these young ladies and not only what they've provided on the court, but, uh, you know, leadership off the court, uh, the way they carry themselves. I mean, <laughs> talk about this senior class and, and what they've meant to you as a head coach and uh, the program and uh, obviously Jonesboro High School. Oh, remarkable. Uh, of course, uh, Clara stands out right away uh, with what she's been able to do. Uh, not And everybody sees the performance part, you know, the, the kills, the – the stats and everything, and uh, Michaela Johnson right behind her has been solid for the in the middle for us for the last four seasons as well. Uh, you know, there's there's the performance part, but then there's the support part and what they do for their teammates. Kellen Church was our other captain with Clara. Uh, Kate Geschwen may not have been a captain, but without a doubt was a leader. Maggie Beth Horn uh, stepping in uh, to the outside hitting spot left open by Cam Hafner. Uh, you know, all of them together just uh, collectively uh, did a, a pretty good leadership by committee, uh, so to speak. Everybody had uh, – they would always go to the underclassmen and uh, give them a pat on the back and keep encouraging them. And we we try to strive that um, senior, junior, sophomore, doesn't matter. Uh, you're all canes. Uh, no one person is more important than the other. Uh, because we're all equal. We all really have to rely on each other, and we carry that over into that old uh, phrase, the strength of the pack is the wolf, the strength of the wolf is the pack, and that we do need each other for us to perform at a high level. And so you 
I mean, you need you need their support, and you need to be supportive of each other. And right from the gate, this group was uh, got along extremely well. Uh, no uh, hidden individual agendas. Uh, they were all very truly selfless. And from a coaching standpoint, you just step back and go, "This is incredible." Uh, just w- what a uh, what a testament to what kind of good people these young ladies all were. Coach, you know, you have set a standard with this program at Jonesboro High School, and and I'm not just talking about just the wins. I mean, uh, you know, there there are are a lot of programs in the world that win, but you've set a standard. It's not just the wins and the championships, but how you're to carry yourself and and so on and so forth. I want to ask you, throughout the evolution of you being a head coach, getting to this point where you are throughout your stops prior, obviously – at Arkansas State and, and previously, but the evolution of you as a head coach, what is maybe the greatest lesson you've learned as a head coach? Uh, building, trying to build a relationship with each of the players uh, to a certain extent where they can trust you, uh, realizing that we're all working together for the same thing, that I do have an interest in you, regardless of whether you're a starter or not, doesn't matter. Uh, I do want them I, I hope that the players know that I care about them and want to see them improve because with each player improving of course that makes our team even better uh, but I think uh, one of the other things is that um, there's a fine line in, in pressing and the intensity that a player has on the court and when they're struggling uh, the worst thing you could do is kind of chew them out or you know get on them and, uh, you know, maybe in other sports that can work. You know, you, I, I could think uh, the example of uh, Dick Vitale, you know, when a player comes off the court and Calipari's all over one of his uh, freshmen over a mistake or something, and, uh, you know, Vitale's going, yeah, there, he's always teaching, he's always teaching. And I thought, I don't know if that's teaching because a math teacher would surely get into trouble if they treated one of their students that way when they messed up on a test. Uh, the idea is to get to teach. And so uh, in volleyball, usually when there's an error, that means the next thing you've got to do is side out and receive serve and get a good swing in. And so uh, it took me a while to figure out that I need them to keep them as calm as possible and in the moment. Uh, and and, and you're, I, you hit on that with the culture that we have, that really uh, there, was, there hasn't been a panic button with this group. You know, since the, since losing to North Little Rock, waking us up a little bit, uh, the rest of last season and this season, uh, the team has truly bought into playing one point at a time. And if it didn't work out, okay, next play. We we they don't get caught up in that stuff. Uh, like, oh my gosh, this is a big match. Uh, no, it's just a match. Just play the point, and that'll all take care of itself. So from trying to for me to keep calm and just working with them. Uh, to work through any weather, any storms, uh, maybe those two things are building the trust and how to manage ourselves on the court and play the game. Coach, you know, there's there's a, a lot of success that we talk about and 
the culture and things like that. And, you know, I, I always look over at that bench and, and see you. And it would be weird to think about seeing you and not see Coach C.C. Smith because you two guys have a pretty great dynamic together. If you would, talk about Coach C.C. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you, obviously, having my oldest daughter, Kennedy, go through there. And uh, every time she talks about you two, she raves about you two uh, guys and, and the dynamic that you guys bring to the table. Um, talk about what Coach CC has meant to you and obviously to the program. Coach Smith, uh, just a tremendous – what a resource uh, to have. Because I don't see everything, and usually my mind is uh, uh, the squirrels sometimes aren't going all going in the right direction in there. Uh, so during a practice or game or uh, – you know, in, in managing the players and, and what, you know, Coach Smith, what do you see? And, he, you know, he's not me. He's not a yes man, and that's what I like about him. He's He cuts right to the chase and uh, being pretty blunt with his response, with uh, what, he's, what he views. And so to have that uh, as a resource definitely makes us better. He makes me better as a coach and to uh, maybe I, if I'm missing something. Uh, so, I, you know, during the match, you've, probably seen me go down and and counsel with him a few times and uh, like him after each game he'll come up and he of course he keeps the scorebook for us but he's getting a, he has a pretty good handle on what kind of point trends if we're uh, struggling in a rotation during a game you know he'll be suggesting uh, we might want to move away from that one a little bit or uh, move the rotation a little bit uh, so there's just just a marvelous resource what a uh, a talented man and being a head coach in his own right, dealing with a girls track team. Mm-hmm. I, he, he knows what kind of, uh, what I'm dealing with. Uh, and so he just provides being the best assistant he can be. And, and, um, again, I, I, I just go on and on. Uh, he, he's kind of like our, uh, maybe my hidden uh, source of strength in, in what this program does. All right, last question for you, Coach, because I know you have uh, things you got to get to on this lovely Friday. But, uh, you know, back-to-back is nice, but uh, three times is really, really good. Uh, what do you believe? <laughs> and I know, I realize it's it's November 8th, and we're already looking <laughs> ahead, but but you know how it goes. Uh, winning breeds winning and, and also breeds uh, – you know, uh, expectations and so on and so forth. And, and in order for that to happen, what does, uh, what does this returning crew and then obviously the newcomers that, uh, that will eventually come in via tryout, what, what has to happen for a three-peat uh, to occur? Well, I think the standard, uh, you've already pointed out, the standard and environment and culture has, has been established. And it's, uh, it falls upon myself as a coach and the – the players themselves, the, the players that are returning, uh, that are going to be our leaders uh, next year to continue that. You know, they've seen it work. They, they, I think they have an understanding and, of what it takes for that to keep that environment uh, and, and shows how important it is for, to allow a team to have an opportunity to be successful. And so in, in keeping that and, and working together with the, the, our juniors that are going to be rising up into seniors, the sophomores, uh, of course, they're they're all canes. Everybody's going to be a leader at some point. So uh, for them to continue that culture uh, is going to be probably the most important thing. Because again, we'll have talent, uh, but the talent's got to be able to work together and uh, be collaborative and 
in pursuing what we need to do next year. Well, there ain't no doubt about it. Well, Coach, congratulations on, on hoisting yet another state championship, and we certainly appreciate you taking the time to join us, and, and I appreciate what you do for my daughter as her head coach as well. Thank you, J.C., Uncle Walls. I appreciate your time and allowing me to talk to you guys. Thank you. Take care. That is Coach Craig Cummings, Jonesboro High School. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. You know, my, my oldest daughter, uh, Kennedy, played for, for Coach Cummings for, for three years and won a state championship uh, her junior year. My youngest daughter, Tegan, is currently a, a cane and uh, is a junior and has already been a part of two state championships and uh, hoping to uh, put a third together next year. But, um, you know, Coach is uh, – he he's, he's not just a Hall of Famer as a coach. He's a Hall of Fame person. Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that has anything negative to say about Coach Cummings as a man. Uh, you know, obviously, as a head coach, you're always going to have critics. But as a man, you, you, you couldn't ask for a better dude. Uh, Coach Cummings and Coach C.C. Smith uh, that lead that uh, volleyball program at Jonesboro are two of the best you'll ever meet, two of the best dudes you'll ever meet. And uh, appreciate uh, Coach Cummings for joining us. And uh, we will be getting Coach Margie McGee on. We haven't been able to work out a schedule yet, but uh, we'll be talking, obviously, with that dynasty over there at Valley View as well. Uh, two, of, two of definitely the steady constants in high school vo uh, volleyball in the state of Arkansas, Jonesboro and Valley View, and they're separated by, I don't know the exact mileage, but it ain't much. <laughs> Three or four miles. It ain't much. You'd be hard-pressed in, in this country to find two schools that close to each other that have the amount of titles that they have combined is, is pretty, pretty unbelievable. Right. Try to find that somewhere else in the country two schools that close that are basically in the same city mm -hmm. that are that are rocking that many titles between them right well and and then if you you know go out from that area and you look at all the other schools in this area and you add it all up oh sure no it's, and it's not i'm not taking away anything from any of the other schools in northeast arkansas by no means you know obviously west side was a powerhouse at one point in time trying to get back there i mean you just look in the area at, at teams uh cra yeah i mean let's we could do the distance between Valley View, Jonesboro, and CRA mm -hmm. because they have a ton of titles as well. Right. Um, you know, you, you look at other programs in this area, Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn was playing for a state championship. Just so happened they had to play against Valley View. Mm -hmm. uh, Batesville. I mean, it just it, it is uh, it goes on and on and on. And uh, I urge everybody. I, I urge everybody. That uh, if you've not gotten out to watch high school volleyball in Northeast Arkansas, do it. Do it. And uh, I can tell you, Coach Justin Cook, you know, he's been taking a lot of pictures and stuff for us and, and whatnot. And uh, he's gotten to see more volleyball this season than he's seen in his whole life. And, and he has came to me and was like, man, wow, okay. But uh, it is. But uh, appreciate Coach Cummings. Uh, I'm very, very, very proud of Coach Cummings, Coach CC, and, of course, this, uh, this version, this edition of Jonesboro High School Volleyball. One more to go uh, for my side of things with my family. But, uh, but anyway, we'll get ready to hit this first break. When we get back, we are going to get into uh, today's Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day today. And Walsa, we'll, we'll go ahead and do the weather when we come back as well. Yeah, we'll do your game day forecast. Because everybody wants to know, are we going to see the white stuff on, on Monday? I personally say it's a no. Uh, we can just... Do a spoiler alert. 
We'll see. I'm going to say a no. But what I can say is, uh, you know, on this free-for-all Friday, Christmas style, a little baby, it's cold outside. Because it is. It's pretty fitting on this free-for-all Friday, RWRC Radio Live from the Unico Bank Studios. We're right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21. Shout out to all the guys and gals watching us on Facebook Live. And uh, if you got something you want to say, yeah, there's a number of ways you can hit us up. Back in Action Hotline, MC Express Text Line, and of course all across that Rhino Car Wash social media sideline. We here. It's 1027 RWRC Radio. The neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had.